Welcome back, everybody, to part two of our conversation with Shannon Hollywood, the behavioral consultant. If you haven't already listened to part one, check it out where you normally get your podcasts. Now back to me, Mrs. O, Una and Shannon in the studio. Don't beat yourself up with the big sticker, mom. No, I definitely not. Definitely not. No. Kira. And no. it is having that um, negotiating, you know, I, in our club, we're trying to teach him negotiating skills. Do you know where you can say, mom, can I be, can I play the game and till like he's 15 you know the night um the game's good can i play on till 11 o'clock and we'd be going well, you're normally finished at 10 podrick maybe me the week would half 10 suit you and you go do you know what mom half 10 is actually Brilliant. good and he's going away happy and i'm going away happy rather than me thinking and he's coming down booking dictating no, telling yeah. us what to do yeah and you negotiating and trying to to work together on this and you're developing a skill because if i did all for him and he's not going to learn. And the same with my daughter. And I can remember um, doing training before. And I got the biggest, biggest thing to learn. And the fact is that I am someday is going to be a shit hot mama. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go away. And I think I dealt with that. But like yourself dealing with or speaking to your son regarding yeah. his Harry Potter. Um, and there's days I just I'm going to be 10%. There's days it could be 60 you know, it's just some, and even measuring that and mm-hmm. being, being gentle to yourself. And as you say, going back to your child and going, you know, I'm afraid I wasn't, I wasn't the best. I didn't deal with that very well. I'm human as well. Um, and sharing that with them. And I think, is that a skill that we can help at a very early age for them? Absolutely. Moving into adulthood. Absolutely. And the more you role model that, like going back and repairing mm-hmm. and doing all of that, you're teaching them. Like they yeah. All eyes are on you from their little, so they're watching you, they're learning how to be a human being. They need to know that being a human being doesn't mean being perfect. Yeah. They need to know that being a human being means not getting it right. Yeah. And feeling big feelings too, that it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, parents will say to me, oh, well, look, I hid all my tears from them. I'm like, why? Oh, <laughs> you know, like, I share why? them with mm-hmm. So it's, I think there, uh, there's a balance there. It's, you know, you're not looking to your child to support you support, in you know. your emotion mm-hmm. but you are saying look i'm feeling really sad today i'm going to have a good cry and i'm going to feel better feeling really anxious today so i'm maybe going to go for a walk and try to calm myself down because you are teaching self-regulation skills yes uh-huh. and i think the really important thing to note is that none of us have been taught these self-regulation mm-hmm. skills in early childhood mm-hmm. like nobody sat down with me and said you know what, Pat, it's okay for you to be angry. Like, ang- being angry is really normal. You're not allowed to be angry. Do. You weren't allowed you weren't to allowed. be. You weren't allowed. So mm-hmm. I have bad. had to mm-hmm. do a lot of work on myself to be able to develop positive self-regulation skills. Like I would have shouted and slammed doors and huffed and banged things and thrown things. But I've really worked on all of that yeah. because I know that these are the things I want to role model to my kids in a healthy way. But that's taken a lot of work. And it's like what you said earlier, Una, you know, you're working with the parent around their emotions. You are. Absolutely. Parents need support to understand their own emotions mm-hmm. before they can start teaching their kids. So yeah. it really is like giving parents a big hug in that sense and allowing them to feel what they're feeling so that they can allow their kids to feel that too. Exactly. And what is it you're seeing commonly coming to you, Shannon? What's that common question? Maybe that's maybe there's not a common question, but is there a thing that you're finding is repeatedly coming? I think it is about expectations. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, parents are coming to me with their child's behavior and they're quite overwhelmed by it. And it's like, you know, how do how do I stop this or how do mm-hmm. I fix this? But a lot of the time what they're telling me is completely normal. 
for where their child is at developmentally. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like expectations that the, par- the parent has on the child. Yeah, for it to be like perfect or for them, or what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Because actually, you're not doing anything wrong. And I would always say to parents, see that not to seven age. You're very unlikely to see any of the efforts of your, or sorry, the outcome of your efforts. See, mm. when they hit seven, the rethinking brain comes online. They're more able to put into mm-hmm. practice some of the maybe things that you've been teaching them. Mm-hmm. But not to seven is just... We strap in, <laughs> strap in, and just we are all winging it. Like. Yeah. But then when they hit seven, you're like, oh my word, this has changed. And just as we say, note seven till eleven leads you into a false sense of security, mm-hmm. and then eleven it's like everything. We're back to we're back to stage one again. We're back to attitude, are <laughs> we're we? Oh, we're mm-hmm. way back. And I know that now because of everything around brain development. So if there's a parent listening to this who's struggling with their child's behaviour, feeling overwhelmed by it. Find out as much as you can about brain development, mm-hmm. honestly, because it will change the way you think about their behavior. Is there any simple website or anything, or is there something yourself maybe that you have that you could signpost them on to well, or dad to do read offer up? like we sessions that will be online in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Brilliant. They, I do have one coming up before Christmas, but even like a simple Google, you can get. Um, there's a guy called Dan Siegel. He was written a book called The Whole Brain Child. Uh-huh. Um, so Dan Siegel does the handbrain model on YouTube, which you can go and access. Now, mine's is better. I'm just going to put that <laughs> up there. So yes. like, you know, Do that. Exactly. mine's is more relatable. You're coming Dan is away on. Like, he's, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'm coming at a very, yeah. um, very real level. Yeah. And that's important. Dan is doing very important work, but I just think maybe it's not pitched in the right way. Yes. You know? so, I get that. But sure he's a man. How would I? Exactly. So, <laughs> but Dan is free and on YouTube. So apps, I would recommend. Uh-huh. Or even can, just like Shannon's Facebook page and uh, you'll get tips and stuff there. Because uh-huh. even that, that post last night has really got me thinking. It has, but don't go. No, I'm not going to go back and um, um, yeah, This um, is about cocooning yourself yeah. and going, okay, that's a bit of information that I have now. I can work with that. Yeah. And thanks for that, because I'm going to go in and think about that. It'll be one for the back pocket for it to have for further down the line. Yeah. And just sit it's going to come up again. like. Uh, but that comes up all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it is about you allowing yourself to be gentle because we are so hard on ourselves. Brutally Compare mm-hmm. leads to despair. Yeah. The school gates, there's a hell of a lot of comparing going mm-hmm. on. And often in conversations in different circles of friendships are not even friendships. Um, people love to boast and host. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, compare and despair. Compare leads to despair. You know, our, my child is my child. There's only one of my child, you know, mm-hmm. Caitlin Podrick, there's only one of them in this world. But definitely what you're saying is the fact of ages and stages. I ain't got a, a, say like a map. Yeah. And even the parents even could go back and look at that map and look at where we're. Because I know my cub is 15 now and he's going to sleep more. And that's something that you pointed yeah. out um, in the workshop. And because his brain is changing, you know, and you, you said that they don't become an adult to what? Age 20 something? 23 to 25 right. is the age when you can reasonably expect your child to behave in all the ways that you want them to. So there you go. <clears throat> Boy, about, um, I think my husband then is a bit delayed because he's about, he's coming 51 <laughs> and definitely, no, mm. we haven't reached that, age, that stage yet, Shannon. Well, a lady did tell me the other day that there is new research and I haven't, I don't, haven't got eyes on it yet. So I can't say for, for sure, but there is new research coming out now to suggest that it's 30. 
Eamon's missed that wee gap too. Uh-huh. So and like social media and all, and 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 all's going to be hard on the wee ones, isn't it? Because they're not social media, but the even what the platform that they're yeah. constantly on the phone. I mean, I am useless at iPads and all. If I handed it to a three year old, they would do it better for me. I mean, I am. Oh, definitely. I am old, like so was told this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old, um, and it, there is a difficulty in trying. To, as you say, always be a perfect parent. And often I have found myself um, feeling, saying stuff to my kids when they were younger. And, you know, and, and I hate the way you do this and I hate this and I hate that. And I have had to change that. And that's because I went and did a bit of work on myself and just educating myself a bit more. And, and it would be that behaviour. It's that behaviour I don't, I, I'm not happy with Podrick or, or Caitlin. It's that behaviour. Um, and it's rather that because it's not the person I hate. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love them dearly. I've unconditional love. I can't change that now. You know, I'm going to always have that connection. But some of the behaviours, and I'm hearing just exactly what you have said. The more you're talking and bring it into the home, you're going to hear it back. I hear it back now. Yeah, absolutely. they're saying to me, "Mummy, I don't like your behaviour." <laughs> Our Patrick would say, "See the way you spoke to me." What about the support together, Mummy? Say about that. <laughs> and I turn around and go, well, if I book and turn them what you were at, they would be standing beside me, cheerleading me on. But you know, you can hear it now because it's been brought us in the house, that yeah. kind of language, that kind of understanding. And you're teaching them to be assertive. Oh, you're teaching yeah. them actually to, to not put up with somebody treating you in a way that's not okay. Yes. And mm-hmm. that they can say that and mm-hmm. they can speak up for themselves. And I wish somebody had taught me that. Exactly, because you know, we were always told to shut up and to sit quiet, back. Uh-huh. And, uh, to be quiet. To learn to be seen and not heard. Well, I'm actually, no, stand up for yourself. Yeah, and like it is about teaching them this the way to do that in a very polite and yes, assertive exactly. way to say, like, I feel this whenever you do that, Um, I need. You so know, using like, your I statement mm-hmm. rather than the you. Yes. Because the you leaves you pointing the finger yeah. and then that other person gets... Defensive. Defensive, don't they? So you're right, that I statement is a nicer way Complete. of delivering a message. And for us mummies and daddies even to use it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like that's probably one of the ways that I've changed my parenting. Just in terms of like, if something's really bothering me, I'm getting frustrated with behaviour. I feel frustrated when you won't put on your shoes when I ask you to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need so you to rather than saying what? Um, I used to say before, you, you're not putting on your shoes and you're really annoying me. Just get them shoes on. Come on mm-hmm. now. Do you know, like... <laughs> You're yeah. just kind of like uh, dismissing everything that's exactly. going on, but you're kind of a defining yourself. And this, I remember whenever my little girl was was young and I read about defining yourself instead of defining them. And it said about when you're putting them to bed. And what do we do when we're putting kids to bed? You're so tired, pet. You're so tired. You need to have a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like looking at me like, I'm not tired at all. Like <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> you are absolutely speaking nonsense here. <laughs> so I'd be putting her into bed. And I used to do this every night. And I read something somewhere and I was like, I'm going to do I'm going to define myself so I'd be putting her to bed and I said you know what pet I know you're not feeling completely tired but I just need a wee break so I need to go downstairs and just chill out for a wee while on my own so you lie there have a wee look through some books and the pictures mm-hmm. and I'll come back up and check on you after and yeah. she's going to bed no bother right. because I was telling her she was tired she was you like, were telling not. her how <laughs> she was feeling you know not acknowledging her no. wee feeling at all so when you start defining yourself and what you need instead of defining them it just changes the landscape a wee bit. Very good. Yeah, brilliant. I totally get that. There was just, there was a thing even that we are noticing. A lot of mummies were saying that um they're not enjoying motherhood. They thought you thought they would be this fun, loving, 
aged of a mummy having the crack and all. And it was something we would talk about in the office. We were mm-hmm. just chatting about it this morning. I can remember way, way back um, when the kids were a wee bit younger and I sat down with them. And things were just getting a bit hot and heavy in the house with me. I felt on the edge all the time. I felt like I was just agitated and peeved off. And um, uh, we sat round the... We have an island and we sat round the island and we had a cup of tea. The kids were, were probably... I'd have been in P7 first year. Actually a bit younger than that. And I'd said to the kids, when you think of daddy, what words would you use? So I had a big sheet. No, actually I'm lying. I'd have a big sheet of chalk because we would write it on the island. It was a black black island. And Caitlin says, fun, tickles, um, tells jokes, um, and, and Egypt. And, you know, and all of these lovely, fun words that were used about dad. Dad loves playing tickles with us and, and stuff like that. And then if Ken, mummy. When you think of mommy, what do you think? Shout out some words. Um, and I was, of course, I was caring. Mommy made the dinner. Mommy made sure um, that we got hugs. Mommy made sure that we got into the car safe. Mommy made sure. Mommy made sure. And um, I stood back and my husband turned around and his face. And I says, Michael, if we were going to draw a character, what character would you draw on your page? That the kid said, he says, a clown in a clown. Fun clown in Egypt. What about mine? Health and safety officer. Do you know everything I was doing was ensuring the kids were safe, and and I wanted and I said to him, but here I need to speak to you here, and I'm glad we're, the kids we're all, kids. Mummy needs to have a bit of fun, mm-hmm. and Daddy, we need to share the health and safety role. Yeah, absolutely. Do you to know, be able to enjoy and it? And that was a massive aha moment. And often I need to go back to that, I think, again, because yeah. often I do get so consumed with the well-being of the household yeah. that I lose me, the sense of me in the middle of it. And and then Dad's the, the crack, which I'm so lucky. You know, they're so lucky to have that. But I'm a bit of crack. You know, I <laughs> so love I. fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, and I'm with the girls where we have a bit of hula. Yeah. I'm a different... For, why can't I bring that into the house? Do you find... 100%. And this is me and my husband as well. Like, mm. absolutely. But I always made a conscious effort from the time my kids were born that I was going to be fun. Like, I was going to remember mm. to have fun. Now, a lot of the time, I'll forget the fun mm. and I'll have to come back and be like, right, I need to find that again. This is Fill Your Cuppa, the Support Together podcast. And we couldn't bring the podcast to you today without the support of Moody Activewear. Moody Activewear creates high quality, functional activewear so that you can feel good doing the things you love. They don't just support your ass, they support your head as well. As they donate 100% of their profits to support women's mental health, such as Support Together. Visit moodyactivewear.co.uk we have a mental load as a, a mummy mm-hmm. and like I'm not taking away from men and men's roles or responsibilities oh, no, within no. the home yeah. but women do seem the majority of women that I speak with and me myself we carry a mental load and funny mm-hmm. I was out for lunch with my husband last week and I asked him do you think about home whenever you're at work and he was like no not at all yeah. and I was like like anything like would you be thinking that one of the kids had a birthday party or they needed to be a present bought or mm-hmm. somebody's shoes had got too tight and they needed to get new shoes or maybe somebody didn't have a hat for the winter so they need, you needed to buy that. They needed new lunch boxes. Like, would you think about that stuff? And he was like, it wouldn't even enter my headspace. Yeah. So women are running with this never-ending mental load mm-hmm. that you don't switch off. It, there's not a switch on this. Mm-hmm. When you go to work and you come home, there might be a switch there, but there's no switch on the mental load. 
And what a lot of women are trying to do now is manage this mental load along with work. So when we get home, it's like, I just need to get through these things. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to get dinner done. We need to get this done because you can see 50 steps ahead. Do you know? So yes, you're like, where's so the time true. for fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that comes back, like, as you rightly done with your husband, Una, as a conversation with your husband. Mm-hmm. And like for me and my husband, I was like, he can't ever take away the mental load. It's not the way he's wired. And no, I'm not exactly. expecting that of him. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what he can do is he can start doing some practical tasks to take that out of my mental load. Mm -hmm. So my husband is responsible now for putting all the washing, the clothes washing away. He is responsible for picking up and putting away the shopping each week. So like these practical things that he can do that I don't need to think about anymore. So then that gives me more space and more space for being yeah. So that's working in partnership, yeah. isn't it? Working together. And and, and having that communication. Yeah. But often we don't have that. And it was great that you were able to sit down over dinner and have that conversation. But often we have this conversation when we're burnt out and yeah. we're agitated and we're peeved off. But, you know, that conversation has been going on. <laughs> like It's oh, on yeah. repeat. It's on a oh, cycle. Planting happens. Seeds. Planting seeds. <laughs> oh, my God. That ha- that's been happening ever since we, we got married. Like, And we have the, we we burn out every mm. so often. Well, actually, he doesn't. I do. And then I get really mad. I'm like, you do nothing in the house. And na, 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 and end of that cycle yeah. again. Do you know when actually he does and he's great. But we go into this cycle. So it's nearly like we, ha- we have to press a reset button every so often, you know, because we fall back into these Aye. really defined roles. Mm-hmm. And it's you just very need overwhelming. Reminded. Yeah, yeah, you need reminding. And how do you bring fun into it? Is it, what's the trick when we come home from work and we're then going in? Is it that do we stop for five minutes, give them all hugs, and said, you know, and, oh, it's great to how you get on your day. And then, like, what? How do we? Because you're often trying to deal with that. And they're trying to tell you their bits and bobs that happened or whatever, which every right to do so. And then we're trying to, to cook the dinner. Mm-hmm. Light the fire and cook the dinner. Light the, fi- Light the fire. Exactly, Kira. Light the mm-hmm. fire. Cook the dinner and throw a wash on. Like, I, think, I think there's an expectation if you're going to be fun, it's going to take a lot of time. Or like, you know, oh, you're gonna, it's going to take mm-hmm. all evening. You know, like, no, if I'm going to be fun, I really have to make a conscious effort to do it, you know. That's right, yeah. Whereas like coming, <laughs> through the, coming through the door and tickling them as they How walk in. How do I in. program yes. fun? How do I make time for fun? <laughs> you know, but like, you're right, it's even having tickles when you're Having a tickle in. coming through the yeah, door, stealing uh-huh. their hat or, yeah. you know, like, you know, like my little girl wants to race me all the time. She's three, she's like, race you to the door. So like. It's wee things like that. Aye. And maybe saying to yourself, I'm going to press the pause button for like literally five minutes when I get into the house mm-hmm. and maybe just have a chat or a tickle or, do you know, I think something. I've, I've tried to do the fun whenever we're in the car. Yeah. So I'll say, if I see someone across the road, oh, I, I will try and run them over. I'll try and run them over. And the owner's like, no, 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 mommy, don't. Or else if we see somebody, um, I'm like, oh, we'll race him, we'll race him. And they love that. But that's where I get the fun. I will. Because that's when we're, we're, when we're in the car uh-huh. together, because there doesn't be much time for fun at home. Yeah. But whenever, when we're going somewhere, it's like, right. Yeah. This is where we bring it in. This is where we have a funny joke or I'll start singing. I'm like, I'm not the best singer. And they're like, no, mommy. And she's just sitting nodding saying, yes, mommy. But the boys are like, oh, for fuck's sake, no way. See, I think I'm getting, I've become awkward and fun. Because I would be, I am a fun person. But around my kids, I've become a wee bit awkward with it. Do you think it's because they've got older? Probably. That's probably what it, what it is, is they've become older um, and they want to see that fun out of me, mm-hmm. and I want, I want to be, I want to be that fun, but I am, and I need to sit with it and go just let your sellies out. Now we have talked about it in the podcast, Gemma, 
um, a girl that was working with us, um, called her Gem Gem. Um, uh, she is definitely the fun. She brought the fun in, and these two are Egypts, and then I'm acting in Egypt with these, and yeah. you know, and it really, it really does help your day, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I need to bring that more in. Into that, I'm not an embarrassment <laughs> <laughs> to my kids. Do you know I can maybe oh, go I, the, I can go the whole extreme, you know. And I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, I don't want mommy near me. No, I remember it like not wanting to go into town with mommy. I remember being in town with her one day and she suggested going into old McDonald's. I don't know if any of you remember old McDonald's. Oh, yeah, but it was like the spot where everybody went on a Saturday, and I was like, absolutely. What? Like no way. So like, mm-hmm. I think you, you maybe go through a stage where the fun is interpreted as something. Else. <laughs> See, that's what I mean, and that's maybe yeah. why I'm holding back a bit because I don't want my kids to be embarrassed. But there's nothing wrong with being but embarrassed. You know, you know what? Like playing a computer game with them, like you were saying about your yes, my cob. Uh-huh. Yeah, just loving computer games. Like literally letting him kind of like watch you play the computer game. Yeah, like, for uh, a making a tip of yourself meeting him where he's at uh, you yeah. know because that's what he likes that's or that's what truth. he enjoys it's uh-huh. just maybe the, the landscape of it changes a wee bit I think that's what I'm going to take away we haven't done how have you filled uh-huh. your cuppa so uh-huh. how do you fill your cuppa how do you fill your cuppa Shannon I think the way in which I change my cuppa changes all the time honestly I learn yeah. something new or yeah, learn something how, new. yeah uh-huh. and it definitely changes all the time I have a good friend who I vent to constantly. Like, and if I don't see her for a period of time, I definitely feel frazzled. Like, I feel it. I can feel the stress mm-hmm. levels building. Probably this week, um, yesterday, I was going to go and pick up the kids from school because I was off. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let Niall go and do that. And I'm going to have a bath. Oh, so I just lovely. chilled in the bath oh, for a couple of hours while they were at the park. And it was just bliss. So lovely. That recharged me ready for the week ahead. Yeah. Una Mary, okay. how do you keep? Have you how have you kept your couple filled this week? Well, um, it's my birthday coming now this weekend. Um, Woo-hoo. but like yourself, it's your birthday today. Um, but you're much much younger than me, and I'm trying to read the house out of it because I, I find I'm cluttered. The house, the office is lovely, but home is too much clutter. So my daughter, Caitlin, had, had encouraged me, thank God for her. And we started decluttering the front bedroom because the front bedroom is just like fire and fire and fire. <laughs> Open the yeah. door and fire ringing. So I started decluttering. Oh, and that declutters your mind. Honest to God, it it's does help. Now, I'm effing and blinding like <laughs> <laughs> as I'm doing it, but it's the best therapy ever. I'm thumping and humping and feeling sorry for myself that I have to do it. But it definitely is helping me. Oh, aye. What about you, Kira? Well, I found over the last few days that laughter, yeah, laughter fills my cup. Should it be with the Wayne? Should it be with the girls in the office? Should it be with Eamon? Because he does crack some jokes. Um, <laughs> he does. But no, laughter definitely. La- uh, laughter and fun and and having open, um, honest conversations and and not being not being afraid to say, you know what, I'm having a fucking shite day, mm. or there's something not right. There's something we would funny here. Mm. Girls talk to me. Like just sitting down chatting, yeah. and we have given this gift. Yes. Having me as humans, yeah. we can communicate, and it's free. Free yeah. laughter is like, and and it's it's catching because if I, I started laughing, then Gemma started mm-hmm. laughing because she was laughing at my laugh, and then Uno was laughing at my laugh. But then the part and then that the I pee myself, <laughs> then that's the problem. <laughs> it gets a wee bit. <laughs> anyway, oh. I 
that's a subject for another day. We smell. We can smell. Can some you smell the cheese, Shannon? <laughs> I might have to start getting a new book, guys. I think I went through nearly all of these. Seriously? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You have to go to mama jokes. Mm-hmm. Why jokes. do they say be there or be square? Don't know. Because you're not around. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's very good. I do mm-hmm. like that. It's not. It's not like now. the elephant one. The elephant one a few weeks back really just <laughs> you nearly choked on your teeth. So what do you call a boat full of bodies? Don't know. A friendship. No. Boat full oh, of no, bodies. I get the, I get took, oh my god! It took me way too long there. I know. I get that? <laughs> done the friendship. Still. We have friendship. bodies as in bodies as a. I'm thinking of chip or Chris bodies. Chris bodies. <laughs> I'm always thinking of food. <laughs> What do you call a snake without any clothes on? Snaked. Oh, Shannon! Shannon! First time Shannon! ever our guest oh, yes. has took the answer. Yes, that should be like a, a thing in your you, in every week now. But like Top Gear when they were doing yeah. the course. Shannon got yes. it. She got that well done. Very good. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough gear for today. So. Thank you so much, Shannon. It's been oh, a pleasure. Thank you for Shannon, me. Amazing. Amazing. a pure dot. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This is Fill Your Cuppa, the Support Together podcast. Brought to you by me, I'm the host, Mrs. O, Kira O'Gowan, and my co-hosts Una Leonard and Gemma Cassidy. Today we are supported by Moody Activewear and produced by 9874 Creative.